Hi, and welcome to a Black Voice podcast. This is a space where I talk about a range of different topics, but the focus is always on emotional well-being. You can follow me on my Instagram at a black voice, so that's spelled A-B-L-A, full stop, C-K, voice. I post quite regularly quotes that I find inspiring, and I'm happy to have individual conversations about the episode if you wanted to DM me. I hope you enjoy this week's episode and that you find time today to do something that makes you feel good. Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Black Voice. This is Francesca, and today I'm going to talk about letting go. So I think this is a a very useful topic and something that I'm always working on. I'm always working on letting go of something in my life, whether it's letting go of anger, letting go of unhealthy relationships or friendships or letting go of, um, I was going to say a job. <laughs> I guess that applies as well. If a job's not serving you anymore, it's not making you happy anymore. But I thought about doing a whole episode on it because it's something that probably needs to be talked about a bit more because for a long time, people, I was just seeing the quotes of let it go or people just telling me let it go as if that's an easy thing to do. And it's actually the most frustrating thing for a person to just turn to me and say, oh, just let it go. And for me to be like, oh, okay, I'm, I've let it go now. It's gone. Like, what? How, how can you be expected to just drop something forever? So I've kind of figured out a kind of four-step plan for myself that I thought I'd share on this episode for letting go of things in general. So I thought I'd use an example, a basic example, but I'll probably use a relationship. And when I say relationship, I mean relationship with another person, not necessarily a romantic relationship. So it could be a relationship with family or, or friend or even a neighbour or someone who irritates you. Um, so I thought the first thing in learning that you have to let go, yeah, the first thing is that the first step is that you have to realise that you have to let go of something. So if you're finding that whenever you're around a person or whenever you're, or maybe I'll use the example as well of using your phone, like phone addiction is a real thing. Um, so if you're finding that you're using your phone too much and every time you're on your phone, you end up looking at certain posts that just make you feel upset. Same thing as if you're hanging around a certain person and every time you're with them, there's something that makes you feel off or uncomfortable, or they always end up saying something offensive that makes you feel really sad after you, you've spent time with them. That's the first sign that something needs to change. Either you could go one hand and thinking, okay, I'm going to call them out and I'm going to tell them that they really keep making me upset or uncomfortable and that they need to stop. And setting that boundary and saying that you won't accept it anymore or you will let go. Um, so you could go down that route and then work on towards letting them go if they don't change. Or you could just think it's not even worth setting the boundary and just let them go straight away if you know that there's someone who won't change. Same thing in the situation of using a phone, like if you're realising you can't feel let go of your phone, but you really want to let go of how much you're using it. So the first thing is self-awareness, basically. Being aware that something, a habit or a relationship is no longer making you feel happy or something that never really made you feel happy. It's just something that keeps making you feel annoyed or sad or irritated. And it's not, we, we think that it's not healthy for you. So the awareness is the first thing. 
so I think that's step one. Um, so step two, I think the first, the next thing is to really recognize why it's important for you to have that removed from your life. So maybe you realize that, so I know I've said self-awareness, you rec- recognize the effect that it's having on you, but maybe you can imagine what it would be like if that thing wasn't in your life or was less in your life. So for example, with the phone, you can realize that, oh, if I had more of control of this phone addiction, if I use my phone less, I would have more time to do this, more time to engage more mindful activities, and I would feel a lot more lighter and happier and less obsessed with my phone. Same thing in an example of a relationship with someone else. If I actively spent less time with this person or I just removed them completely, then I would feel a lot more light and I'd feel less anxious in general because they make me feel anxious or make me feel angry and uncomfortable. If you can review the fact that letting go of them will have so many positive benefits to you, then that kind of reinforces a need to let go. So if you have the awareness that something needs to change and has to be let go of, and then if you have to, if the next step is that you just remind yourself of all the possible benefits that will happen once you do, and really remind yourself of, and maybe have concrete lists of reasons why it would be such a good thing to let that thing go. So that can really act as a motivation for you. Okay, so the next step I think would be to replacing the thing. So if I'm talking about phone addiction, if you realize that you need to have less time with your phone, instead take up a new hobby. So like people always say reading a book would be better than engaging with your phone all the time. Some people love reading books. I know I love reading books, but maybe reading books isn't for you. Maybe you could do more exercising. You could have more time for um, really focusing on your workout um, or going for a walk. Going for a walk is really good, especially during lockdown times, just to have a fresh air and have a new change of scenery. Maybe having more time to spend more time with another person. So, for example, I know people do use their phones to have connect conversations and connections with friends but maybe go actually to that friend's house and spend time with them I know that's hard in lockdown but in another world another scenario when we do have the ability to go out spending more time with another person or engaging in volunteering or something having an activity that kind of replaces the activity you're giving up if I'm talking about the example of letting go of a relationship having something to replace that in terms of a healthier habit so having Spending time to engage with a new activity where you're going to be exposed to new people. So if you're talking about letting go of a friend that you've had for years and years and years, and it's been a really solid relationship, and you feel like, oh, if I let them go, I'll have no one, then it's probably better. If you really know that it's a toxic relationship, then you really actively need to be making movements to socialize more, finding, if you know you're really into chess, for example, join join the chess club or join a society or club where they all like something that you're really passionate about. So you can meet new people, 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 people who are interested in something that you're interested in too. So at least you have that kind of foundation to set your conversations on. So you can talk about, oh, I really love chess or I really love this. What do you like? And then you can get to know them that way. As long as you have, or spending time, more time with um, the other friends that you have in your life. So you can be brave enough to venture out and try to make new friends or relationships. Um, or you can just put more time to invest into relationships that you already do have. I think sometimes we have made the mistake of prioritizing one 
person or one habit and making it our whole world and making it feel like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with my phone, I have to use it all the time. Or I'm obsessed with just this one person, I have to have them in my life. But if you're realizing it's having a really damaging effect on you, then what about the other people in your life? There are actually other people in your life or other habits that you can take up that would be so much more fulfilling if you actually engaged with them more mindfully or if you took the time to get to know them better or if you did more activities with them, you couldn't end up finding like, oh my gosh, I really like that about this person. How did I not realize this? Or you could end up finding new things that you love together. So finding a replacement, a healthier replacement is a good thing. And then the next step would be this is a really good thing. Like if you find yourself falling back in that old habit, then just having a reminder. So maybe you can save, you can write down a list or like quotes around your room or, or something that reminds you of why you gave up that thing in the first place. So normally when someone gives up something that they're addicted to, there's an a need to kind of go back to it. Sometime down the line, you might feel like, oh, I really miss doing that. I want to go back to it. This is very common with using your phone because, oh, I really need to use my phone because I need to see what Drake just posted. Like, of course you can see what Drake just posted, but you can do it in a healthier way. So you can try to remind yourself, wait, I remember every time I got addicted to my phone, I ended up looking at this photo and this photo and getting obsessed with how many likes I got. And it made me really self-conscious about myself because I compared myself to this model or something. So I'm not going to go back to Instagram right now I'm going to make sure I stick to this so that I don't suck into my phone addiction so there's it's important for you to have something that is a reminder of why you of step number two the reason why you had to get rid of the thing in the first place and then the last step is acceptance I think when we're trying to build a new habit or trying to let go of something we can be really angry or frustrated with ourselves for not having to let not having moved on already or not having let go of it faster or comparing yourself to someone else who was able to put their phone down for three hours but you weren't able to do it for a whole hour the like one of the worst things we can do is compare ourselves to other people anyway but if we're judgmental of ourselves super critical of ourselves and not patient with ourselves and that would just make us the whole process even more difficult if we're really angry with ourselves and irritated then we're going to be less likely to even continue on this journey of letting go we're going to be more likely to be like oh I'm just going to give up anyway the whole purpose I think this applies for everything is to just be accepting and compassionate with yourself because if you understand that remember I'm human being I'm going to feel different things I'm going to take my time with certain processes then that will make the whole process a lot easier because if you're hard on yourself it just makes you get into a whole state of other thoughts and feelings and then you just are more likely to feel really disappointed and depressed about letting go of the thing in the first place and more likely to go back to it so self-acceptance self-compassion self-love just a lot of patience is the final and probably the most important step and that can be applied it's not to be applied right at the end it can be applied from the beginning it can be applied anywhere because as long as we're like our own cheerleader and we're all our own supporter and our own like person that's just accepting of whatever happens then we'll be motivated to keep going in life we have to have our own inner voice that makes us feel like yeah I can do this and it's fine if I feel like I miss that thing as long as I keep reminding myself of the reason why I'm doing it and I will be okay 
positive affirmations. Everything like to do with self-caring talk is just the best way to go for anything. So that's the little plan that I mentally made in my head when it comes to letting go of anything or anyone that is no longer serving you or is making you feel really terrible about yourself. It's not as easy as just let it go. There are steps involved or there's, there's time and there's I think the most important thing is to not compare yourself to other people, feel like, oh, I should have let this go already. Everyone has their own individual process and journey and plan. So things take different times for different people. Patience is the most important thing in the entire world for anything. But yeah, self, self-love self and self-patience. Self-patience? Which is patience with yourself. is really important. So that's what I had to say about letting go of anything that no longer serves you, anything that's unhealthy, a personal habit. Yeah, all the right steps and just being patient and loving with yourself. I hope that was useful and interesting and that kind of makes me feel airy and light, just ending on um, self-acceptance. So I hope you end feeling a lot more accepting of yourself, of your own individual journey. And thank you for listening to another episode and I will see you next week. Okay, bye.